Hey, pop punk enthusiasts, welcome back to another episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast. My name is Sydney, and I am the host of this incredible music podcast. If this is your first time listening to Pop Punk Promo, welcome to the family. We're so excited to have you here. I really hope that you find one of your new favorite artists listening to our show. That is the ultimate goal. I just want to spread the music of small artists that are looking for a little bit of extra promo, and hopefully you'll find someone that you really, really love. Our show specializes in promoting small artists and women in the scene. Women have classically been overlooked in the scene and have not been treated very well. They have a lot harder time rising to fame than their male counterparts do. So this is a space for women to thrive, for members of the LGBTQIA plus community, for BIPOC, for everyone who has a harder time gaining promotion and that respect that they deserve in the scene. If you are a small artist or a member of a smaller band and you fit any one of those categories I just mentioned and you'd love to be featured on Pop Punk Promo, please reach out at poppunkpromo.com. I have a form that you can fill out. It's called Featured Artist Inquiry. If you go to the main page of my website, scroll all the way down, you can fill it out right there and I will review your file and hopefully you'll get a featured artist segment on the podcast. It is pretty easy to get on. I really don't turn most people down. So if you fill out the form and if I think you're a really good fit, you definitely can have a featured artist segment on Pop Punk Promo. As always, I want to thank all my recurring listeners for stopping in every single week and listening to each and every brand new episode. Your support means everything to me and I wouldn't be here able to share all of this amazing new music without the support of you guys so thank you guys and people who have been here from day one tom i'm looking at you amanda i'm looking at you you guys joined me literally from the beginning with my first episode featuring lolo granted the two of you are huge lolo fans and so am i but i appreciate the support of both of you so much. I guess you guys are my highlighted listeners of the week. So thank you so much to Tom and Amanda for listening, for supporting, for sharing everything on social media. You guys mean the world to me and everyone else who has ever listened to even one episode of Pop Punk Promo. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. You guys' support literally is everything and I wouldn't be here without you guys. We would love to hear from you, the listeners. We have a really cool feature on Spotify for Podcasters where you can send in a voice message and let us know what you think. Tell us what your favorite episode was. Tell us your favorite moment. Tell us maybe what you want to hear on Pop Punk Promo. And your voice message could be included in the next episode of Pop Punk Promo. If you scroll down in the show notes of this episode or any of the previous episodes, there is a link that says send in a voice message and you can record something and send it in and you might be able to be featured on Pop Punk Promo. So let us know what you think. What's your favorite episode? What's your favorite moment so far? Any of those things, just let us know. I want to hear from you. Pop Punk Promo is collaborative with the listeners as much as it is me speaking about the artists. So I appreciate all of your guys' support and I'd love to hear from you. 
All right, pop punk enthusiasts, let's get into some pop punk news. We're going to start this week's news segment with yet another concert review. Now, this one is so exciting. So last night, I saw Paramore for the very first time. And Paramore is a name that you guys know very well in the scene. And Haley Williams is someone that we talk about a lot on this podcast because she was one of the only women in the scene that we had to look up to for a very long time. And she is an absolute icon. She has her own hair dye brand, Good Dye Young, and I actually use that on my hair. So if you see me on social media, that is what I'm rocking on my head. So it's very high quality. It's very pigmented. It lasts for about two months, sometimes longer, depending on the shade, and I highly recommend it. But hair dye aside, Haley Williams is an absolute icon. She is one of the best performers I have ever seen in my life, and I truly didn't even know how spectacular she was until last night. Like, she was on that stage, rocking it out, dancing for the entire two-hour set. And this was truly the best concert experience ever. The first thing you'll notice as soon as Paramore takes the stage is the stage presence. Haley Williams literally is so captivating to watch. She dances, she moves, she makes sure that she is in tune with the audience and you can tell that she just absolutely adores what she is doing. It's insane. Like they were literally playing a stadium and you could feel her energy radiate throughout the entire room. Now I got to be second row, which was so incredibly cool. And you may be wondering, Sydney, how long did you stay outside of that venue? How long did you camp to get second row for a band that massive? And the answer is, I didn't. I didn't have to camp because Paramore's team did something really cool that I really hope that other large bands of this scale who are selling out this type of venue, I hope that they catch on to this. For this entire tour, Paramore's team has been coming out at 8 a.m. on the dot, and they're handing out numbered wristbands to fans who are already lined up outside the stadium. Now, the goal of this is that you show up, you get numbered in the order that you arrived, and then the idea is that you get to go home after that. So you have proof that you were there, that you were waiting, and you get to claim your spot in the front of the venue for showing up early, which I think is so cool. And then you come back at about 4.30, 5, whatever time the doors open for your location, and you get to line up in the exact same order that you showed up in in the beginning, and you get to enjoy the show front row, second row, whatever row, and I think that is so amazing. It eliminates the need for fans to be unsafe on the streets camping in heat, in snow, in cold, whatever. It eliminates all of the dangers that come with camping. And I think this is so cool of Paramore and their team. I really hope that other bands of this scale catch on to this or even smaller ones that know that they have a fan base that loves to camp, aka water parks. 
their fans love to camp as well. So this was an excellent idea because I just showed up at about 7.30 in the morning, got my wristband, went home, took a nap, got ready for the show, and came back and had an amazing time in the second row. It was truly the best experience. Now, St. Paul was the last official date of Paramore's tour. However, there is a string of dates happening next week that were rescheduled from earlier due to illness within their party. So if you're attending any one of those rescheduled dates, and you're in GA and you want to get up close, I highly recommend that you show up to the venue early. Get there before 7 a.m. Make sure for sure you're there before 8 a.m. because that's when they'll start handing out wristbands and then you can guarantee your spot in the front of the pit. It was so worth it. It was so cool. It was so fun. And I know you guys are going to love it. The set list for this tour was absolutely fire. There was something in there for everyone, whether you were a casual Paramore fan, whether you were a diehard, there was something in here for every single person in that stadium. This tour was promoting their brand new album, This Is Why, which was their sixth studio album of their career. And the set list included eight songs from This Is Why, three songs from After Laughter, three from Paramore, two from Brand New Eyes, two from Riot. It had two covers, and I just can't believe it, you guys. This was incredible. From the lights to Haley to the rest of the band, it was literally such a sight to see. They had the best stage presence I've ever seen. They had this really cool drop-down light fixture thing. I don't even know how to describe it, but it moved with different cables. They could make it different shapes. It lit up different colors, and it just gave the stage such a cool vibe. They had sparklers. They had streamers and confetti during at least three different parts of the show. It was nuts, you guys. Like, I felt like I was quite literally at the biggest party ever. It was amazing. Some of you may know from listening to the podcast, but growing up, I wasn't the biggest Paramore fan. It's not like I didn't like them or anything. They just weren't one of my top favorite emo bands, especially as a teenager and growing up. I always had mad respect for Haley. I just didn't listen to them as much as I would have liked, and I don't know why. But after going to the show, I have an even greater newfound love for them. I respect Haley so fucking much, you guys. And I don't know why I didn't go see them live sooner. It's probably because they didn't come to Minnesota for the last, like, five years. But besides that... I cannot believe that this was only my first time seeing them perform. They put on the best fucking show. And I hope that you guys get a chance to see them next time they come through your city because it was seriously the best show I've ever been to. And I've been to upwards of like 70 shows and I'm only 23 years old. So that is saying something. I feel like I could go on about this show forever. And honestly, I could. But I just realized I haven't even talked about the openers of this show. The openers were fabulous. So to start this show was the Linda Lindas, and they came out just guns a-blazing, just absolutely shredding it. And I was so mesmerized by them and loving the way that they perform. And then 
halfway through their set, they mention that their whole band is pretty much comprised of teenagers. Like, their youngest member, their drummer, was 12 years old. And then two of the members, one of them was 15, one was 16, and their oldest is 18 years old. I genuinely could not believe the sheer amount of talent that came out of this very young group of individuals. It was seriously, like, absolutely mind-blowing to me. And I love Haley so much for seeing the potential in these young musicians. It's so cool. And honestly, it felt like a super full circle moment for Paramore because they started super young, around the same age as well. And it's incredible. It's awesome. So in a way, they're kind of building the next Paramore almost or the next big pop punk band. And I think that's so, so incredible. The second opener was a band called Foles, and they were just as incredible, honestly. They weren't teenagers, but they were just a bunch of super cool dudes with a super cool vibe. They were kind of pop punk, kind of alt, kind of indie. I just really enjoyed their vibe a lot. And then hearing from Haley later on in the set that they were deeply inspired by Foles themselves and that it was such an honor for them to be sharing a space with them, it just felt so cool. They're bringing on people that they madly respect, that they love and adore as people, and they're becoming close friends. And I just think that that is so inspiring and more bands should follow in their footsteps that way. Now, Foles is a band from the UK, which was awesome. I feel like we don't get a ton of UK bands around here, especially not opening for a massive band around here. And it was cool. It was awesome. They had a great vibe. I really, really enjoyed them. My overall rating of Paramore's tour was literally like 15 out of 10. I had an absolute blast. I went with some of my close friends. We had a vibe. There was so many incredible people there. Everyone had dyed hair. Everyone was having a great time. Haley had a great time. You could tell the stage presence was there. The lights, the cameras, the action. It was it was everything I could possibly have imagined and more. So if you ever get the chance to see Paramore, I highly, highly recommend you buy those tickets. I know I will be next time they come in because holy shit, you guys. This was an amazing show. All right, I could talk about the Paramore show forever, but I'm going to move on to a new release radar for you guys. So I've got a couple of incredible singles that have been released in the last week or so. First off, we're going to start with Fake Death by Noel Sucks. Some of you guys who've been around for a while remember Noel from... One of the first ever episodes of Pop Punk Promo. She is amazing. She is an indie rock artist from LA and she has a brand new single out. Stream it. It's called Fake Death. Next up, we've got a song called Intoxicated by a band called Spontaneous. They are from Texas and I actually met one of their members through the Water Parks fandom. They've been to a ton of their shows and I found out they have a band. So, Stream Spontaneous's brand new song, Intoxicated. Next up, Royal and the Serpent just cannot stop giving us new content despite being on tour with Fall Out Boy. It's literally insane. So they've been releasing a series of 
mini EPs in a, in a sense, I guess, over the last couple months. So it comes in the form of Rat Trap 1, 2, and now this is Rat Trap 3. So this one has two songs on it called Utopia and Sweet Tooth. And they are both so incredible. It's about kind of like loving someone in a way that's probably unhealthy, but you can't get enough of them. So I really like this set of songs. They're really good. Stream the brand new songs from Royal the Serpent, Utopia, and Sweet Tooth. Next up, we've got a brand new single from Leah Kate called Space. Now, you guys might know Leah Kate from TikTok. Her song, 10 Things I Hate About You, blew up on the platform. And she actually just announced a U.S. tour, which is so exciting. She'll be swinging by the University of Minnesota for their homecoming performance, which I think is so dope. Unfortunately, I will not be able to attend due to a wedding in the family, which is so exciting. Congratulations to my cousin, but I won't be able to make it to the show. But if you're able to see Leah Kate on tour, I highly recommend it. She is an incredible performer from what I've heard, and she's got incredible music. So make sure you check it out and stream her brand new song, Space. Lastly, for this week's new release radar, we've got a brand new single from Hannah Duckworth called to all my friends who didn't make it. Now, she says that this song is for anyone who has a friend that didn't live up to their potential and they feel like they could have done more with their lives and, you know, just feeling like their friends aren't quite where they're supposed to be and that's okay. But that's what the song's about. And it is amazing. It is so good. And Hannah Duckworth just has a very unique sense of style and vibe. And I really enjoy what she's doing in the scene. She's even participated in a couple of all-women performances in Seattle. And it is so awesome. She's doing incredible things for women in the scene. So make sure you stream her new music, her new song, To All My Friends Who Didn't Make It. All right, pop punk enthusiasts. It is time for the moment you've all been waiting for. It is time for our featured artist segment. I'm very excited to bring you guys this amazing group of musicians today. I'm bringing you a couple of people from a band right out of Canada, and they were some of the most honest, sweet, good people that I've ever had the pleasure of talking to on this podcast, and I'm very excited to introduce them to you. So without further ado, can I get a drum roll, please? This week's featured artist is Sucker Punch. Alrighty. Hey, everybody. We are here with the boys of Sucker Punch. How are you guys doing today? Uh, doing pretty amazing. Thank amazing. You. Awesome. I'm so excited to have you guys on. Do you guys want to do a little introduction of yourselves with your names, pronouns, what you guys do in the band, all that good stuff? Yeah, um, I'm Fred. Uh, I go by he, him. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm a lead singer of the band. Nice. I'm Terry, uh, he, him as well, and I play guitar in the band. Awesome. Yay. I'm so excited to have you guys on. And then who are we missing today from the band? Lots and lots of people. Lots and lots. But yeah, I know you guys have quite a lot of people on, on your Spotify. I can see on the photo. <laughs> That's funny. But oh. I'm so glad to have you guys here. <laughs> yeah, just Thank getting you. the struggle. We're glad uh, to be here. Yeah, we're so we're missing uh, our bassist Joe. We're missing our drummer Alain. 
or missing uh two other guitarists zach and uh and uh Hawaii. nice all right well i'm so glad to have at least two of you here the lead singer and the guitarist i feel like those are pretty prominent parts of the band so i'm glad to have you guys here oh stop nice. it <laughs> <laughs> all right and where are you guys from we're from uh all quebec canada nice uh you know Famous in the pop punk world for being the home of uh, Simple Plan. Yes, and, yes. Uh, famous around uh, foodies for poutine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is actually so cool. You're the second um, Canadian artist that I've I've interviewed this week, actually, which is That's insane because cool. I I haven't like gotten up into Canada yet. So this is awesome. I'm so excited. Yeah, like the scene's pretty cool. Like there's uh, there's a bunch of like up and coming bands coming out. Yeah. What was the uh, other band that you did? um my brain oh it was Rax her name is Rax okay so yeah she, yeah she's um a small up-and-coming artist so yeah <laughs> yeah but I know um Lolo's from Canada you guys know who yeah. Lolo is? yeah she's awesome I love yeah, her she's awesome yeah nice. when we when we were recording last um last June so about a year ago in Toronto uh our producer was telling us how Lolo um lived up the street and we're like bring her in and yeah i don't know her <laughs> i'm gonna maybe work with her in the future and i'm like bring her in <laughs> that's so funny i love that she's so talented too like oh my god oh yeah oh wonderful oh, great song you guys great did... stage presence yeah and absolutely she's a really great artist too. yeah she Ooh, is. I... you guys did a collab with her that would be insane that oh, would be I, like... I could see it happening <laughs> oh she's like a hundred percent on the on the on the dream list so yeah yeah can we make it happen? We'll see. But uh, yeah, she's on the that list. That would be sick. Cool. That would be oh, so would be sick. So sick. It would be a perfect fit, in my opinion. Yes, I. I we would do so something thick. fire. Yes, yes, absolutely. I think I think her voice would complement your instrumentals and stuff, and your voice too. I think it would just be so perfect. Like it would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, fingers I, crossed. Fingers crossed. Yes. Writes too, like her her um, like her lyrics are very deep and and. Yeah. And like, also, she writes in a very interesting way. Like, I find no one sounds like her. Like, her yeah. have this like <laughs> interesting twist uh, that you you don't see much. Like, it's 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 really it's really interesting. It yeah. is interesting because I feel like it's it's like pop punk kind of, but like more on the pop side. But it's like it's different yeah. than what you you typically would hear for the genre. I think it's really cool. It has so. the attitude of pop punk, but yeah. It like sometimes, like I'm, I listen to the song the first time. I'm like, "What was the verse? What was the chorus? Like, where am I going with this?" And then I'll re-listen to it. I'm like, "Oh, okay. Like, I get it." Yeah. It's, like I'm thinking like of, different kind of structures and like um, yeah. reimagining what the genre is all about. You know. Yeah. Like make you know it, that's that's what music is all about. Just mm -hmm. like creating your own sound, like throughout that style. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. And I, I think it's so cool to see artists like genre hopping too a little bit, like like breaking the bounds of what you think would be pop punk, or what you think would be whatever genre they're working in. Like, I think it's super cool when artists yeah. do that. That's awesome. It's but 2023. I think like that's like that's what you got to do. I think a lot of artists uh, are playing it really like th that are playing it safe are, are not embracing what's really interesting about right now is that like I think a lot of people are listening to all different kinds of music. And, uh, you know, if you like EDM, if you like country, if you like rap, if you like whatever, um, 
like incorporate it in your pop punk if like that's the music that you're doing you know absolutely and i i actually really like the kind of pop punk that incorporates some rap into it like or like just emo music in general with some sort of rap like i feel like um 21 pilots isn't exactly pop punk or anything but they they have like an emo-y sound yeah. and they they incorporate like rap into it as well which i think is super cool and like i i just love bands who do stuff like that i think that's yeah awesome. same but yeah that's really yeah. cool but yeah, yeah, let's let's talk about you guys a little bit more though. So like how long have you guys known each other and been making music together? Oh, I think we're, <laughs> it depends on who. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> on who. Um, I mean, Fred and I uh met what, like it's about two years ago. Three nice. three years ago. Like two years and a half, like three years. Yeah. yeah. Three years ago. But um most of the members who are in the band right now were in a uh, prior band together. Oh so nice. Myself, uh, our bassist Joe, who was playing drums in that old band, and I was playing bass in the other band. Uh, oh. uh, then uh, Ramay, who plays guitar, and Zach. Zach was the lead singer of our, of our old band. So that was like a unit. And uh, we like broke up maybe, I don't know, like seven years ago. Oh, wow. Uh, Zach, the lead singer, started a pop country, pop country project. And when he broke up the band, he's like, this is what I want to be into. But he's like, Terry, like, you need to start a pop punk band. And I'm just going to show up and play guitar and do backup. <laughs> you need to find the greatest singer of all time for the genre. I'm like, okay, no pressure, whatever. So, so we found him, right? He's sitting so right here. <laughs> uh, and it's it's like, it's just circumstances. It's like our the, the rest of the band was playing in like a cover band. And they played a show. And uh, Fred was there and they knew that he was a singer uh, and he's really good. And then they covered uh, all the small things together. And, and Joe, the bassist, was like, oh, yo, guy, punk, like he's killing it. Like that's like he's like meant to do it. And uh, we just contacted him when uh, we started writing a few riffs. Uh, and he was like, this is cool. And, and it just jived from there. Yeah. Yeah, nice. exactly. But the thing is, uh, Ramay, which is uh, one of the guitar players. Um, he was my one of my best friends' roommate, so oh. that's how I met him. Like they worked together, and then they they became like a roommate. Yeah. And then he invited me to a show, and then I I went there and I sang with them, like improvised the, the all the small things. Yeah. And then it's like created a connection with me and Joe, which is our bassist. Yeah. And yeah, that's when after that, that's when he contacted me to uh, to join the project. Is that that's, so cool. that's crazy? See, is that is that the the guy that was at our last two shows? Uh, yeah, Carl. Yeah, Carl. Yeah. Carl? Okay. Yeah. Funny story about Carl. <laughs> our last two shows. And Fred was telling us how his mother is very attractive. Like, so, <laughs> last two shows, we covered Stacy's mom. And oh, my God. His last and name is Plessy. So, so we've been singing Plessy's mom. At, at our shows that's so funny oh my it god was, it was his birthday also so i was like happy birthday carl and then i started singing plessy's mom oh my god that it was is like hilarious a... <laughs> well it sounds like you guys have a lot of history in different parts of the band which is so cool i love that and i'm glad that we found the most perfect pop punk singer for your band that's amazing I, I, <laughs> thank you you know just a yeah. Boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you guys, 
Yes, it it seems like it. And you guys make super amazing music too, by the way. Like I, I was listening to all of your, your music this morning beforehand just to like get a refresher on everything again. And like you guys are killing it out there. Like I'm I'm surprised you guys don't have more traction, honestly. Like you guys are doing great. So thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Um, let's talk about your newest single, Party Crashers. What was the inspiration for that? And just kind of tell us everything all about it. Um, so usually songs start with riffs, uh, and when we're writing the riff, we'll like, you know, do a little, a little demo of it. And we, <laughs> this is, uh, we're going to sound so stupid, but <laughs> <laughs> like shitty names and the shitty names that we give them we usually inspire the song afterwards. So like, yeah. it's, I don't know, it's like deep down, like, random words come together and we're like boom this song this like riff is called this so like this, <laughs> like this riff is called party crashers um, that's so you know, funny <laughs> yeah probably inspired by like wedding crashers or god knows what yeah and then we just got like sat down and we decided to to write around that subject and um yeah so like the, the, the theme of the song is kind of like you know you're not invited to the party you're not cool but like you know what like go to the party have fun and the more fun you're having the more people are going to realize that like you're a blast and and you're going to start making connections with other people and and have a you know hopefully have the time of your life you know yeah that's so cool i love that and i love that you went into it just being like we're going to name it this riff this one thing and then we're going to write a song around this one thing like that's super cool i love that i love like, that i remember that I, I remember the beat really like when the st- like when i listened to the, the instrumental first time i was like it is like a party song like it fits it, it like feels like a party song so the name was like it, it came i don't like came up randomly but like it fits so well <laughs> it's beautiful i love it and like i i really like that song a lot i think it's amazing that's Thank that's you. awesome yeah but yeah i i love that i feel like everyone or not everyone but a lot of people like to write about like personal instances or whatever and i like that you just took like one little subject and said let's just write a cool song about it that's awesome yeah. i love that because yeah. we tend to like want to do music more of like a high energy and like more of like a uplifting kind of music like we 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 love emo music but Mm -hmm. we felt like the the scene needed something more like like power energy and like uplifting um kind of vibe you know Mm -hmm. absolutely i think think it's kind of like a throwback for us because like it feels like in early 2000s pop punk was was all about you know solo red solo cups partying Mm -hmm. and having fun (laughs) absolutely rock <laughs> show and and whatnot and then and then in 2010s it kind of took a turn to, to 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 a bit more introspective and like deep and like i'm gonna say a bit sadder but and there's nothing wrong with sad music like <laughs> sad music but like we're just happy go lucky party dudes and so when we when we thought about where we're going with stuff like we're really influenced by like obviously Blink-22, everybody is. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, kind of like that neon pop-punk, like, Forever the Sickest Kids, and, and like, right. that full party fun. I would say, like, kind of like the first type of music that, like, uh, incorporated a bit of, like, electro and and uh, and pop-punk, and, like, that kind of where we were going with it. 
um at the beginning and then yeah so we just try to have fun with with all, all our songs and yeah i think they're le- like we write less about specific things that happen to us and more of like um like kind of themes and 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 you know um things that, that we hope could be you know if we listen to it we we, we think it's relatable and 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 mm-hmm. yeah things that, that are hopefully you know mass appeal and relatable to to a bunch of people like you know i mean i don't specifically remember going to a party and not knowing anybody and then leaving as though <laughs> i you know like i was the the the, the center of attention but like mm-hmm. that's like subconsciously when, when we're sitting down or writing it maybe like the that's like kind of what i wish happened you know so it's like right. re- revisionist history kind of you know yeah, yeah yeah i love that and i i really like the idea of it too and i i feel like everyone can relate to at some point feeling like they didn't belong in a certain crowd or feeling like yeah they showed up to this this party maybe they don't know a lot of people or you maybe even like in like high school or something you felt like that you're surrounded by all these people you don't know and you're like man i just wish that someone would like notice me or like you know and and then you get me change it yeah right right so and i think that's like embodies exactly what emo music is as well like that's exactly what the genre is like built around is feeling like alone like you want someone to understand who you are so i think that you embody that perfectly even if you didn't mean to i love it (laughs) it's it's your subconscious sometimes you're just like you know, throwing stuff at the wall and then, and then you reread it and you're like, Oh, this is what I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how I feel inside. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's exactly myself. what it's about. <laughs> I love that. Um, so I guess kind of summing off of what you guys were talking about a little bit, but let's dive a little bit deeper into what musicians kind of inspire your music style and who are some of your personal, like favorite artists to pull inspiration from when you're writing. That's cool. Yeah. Fred, Weirdly, it's like not in the pop punk genre at all. But like, <laughs> I I really love love, like love L A U V. He does like super popish songs with like Ooh. what he says. His lyrics are super deep. It's like and it, it inspires me a lot because it's really emotional music. It's like yeah. pop emo music kind of. Yeah. And like it it really gets me in like in in, in um like where I where I'm from what I've been through, like, he, I really connect, connect with his he, his songs and, like, what he does, so I, I'd i say he's, like, one of my biggest inspiration right now. Nice. Yeah. I love they, that. Fred is definitely, like, the pop, um, I don't know if it's, like, a cliche in a pop-punk band to have, like, your 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 singer being, like, super into pop, but, like, I'd say, like, he's, the, like, the guy who's listening to Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber. <laughs> I do. I, I, I love all of them. Like There's nothing Ariana wrong with Grande, that, though. Like, like no. <laughs> Good music, good music. It like, is exactly. good music. As long as I feel like I, I connect with the like the artists and the songs, I'm like I fall in love with all the songs. You know, I just yeah. that's how I, it make what as long as it make, makes me feel something. Yeah, and that's kind of the point of music, though. Like if exactly. it's not making you feel something, why are you listening to it? I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Like, yeah. You know, I I I love connecting to music that way. That's like why I love music so much because you can connect it to yourself and to others around you too. It's it's a very special thing. Yeah, for me, I don't know, like uh, a bit of everything. Like I think you know, old school. Like I said, like Blink One Eighty Two, Hundred Percent. I'm kind of like, um, so like I DJ uh, emo night actually in our in really. Our... So yeah, so like nice. The, all the classics, uh, but like new stuff too. Like I really, 
enjoy right now i'm really into games we play yeah um, they're cool yeah yeah really into that um i love stand atlantic yes yeah, like, right behind me can you see them oh yeah yeah. <laughs> yes, I love them. They they're one of my favorite bands ever right now. And they're like, so good live. Like so oh good. yeah, amazingly like they, they did such incredible. a great show when when they came to Montreal. They it was like yeah, yeah, they're incredible. I've seen them a few times and they just like slam it out of the water like every single time. They're amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I just love I love how they're not afraid to um sound different like mm-hmm. I, and i find like maybe it's just me but like i hear like new metal influences and like stuff that they're doing you know yeah. and like, that's so weird and so cool at the same time so there's like really heavy like new metal style of guitars uh there's like a lot of like beats like electro stuff and and yeah i just i love the production on on their stuff like I would totally go to Australia if I had the money and <laughs> their producer, but um, it's not in the yeah. budget. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been to Australia one time and it was on like a school trip type thing. So it was like heavily discounted. I mean, it was still expensive, but like more less than I would pay going on my own. Right. And, yeah, that's right. It's so expensive. Yeah, oh yeah it was beautiful there. It was wonderful. I, I would love to go back. But yeah, like this- the scene is sick there too. Like there's yeah. so like yeah. have you heard of Red Hook? No, I have not. They they are um from Australia as well. And I think they're actually, I think, opening for some of the Stand Atlantic shows that are in Australia right now. And they're awesome. They they do like the same type of thing where it's it's very like dark kind of pop punk, but they also have um a female singer and they but it's like it's amazing. I, I highly recommend you check them out. They're awesome. But so red red hook. Red hook. Yep. I'll check them out. Let's do it. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but I and I could totally see you guys working with them too. Like just with the I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like you guys could bring kind of the light and they bring kind of the dark and it would just be like the perfect balance. It would be perfect. Ooh, Bonnie, like that. Bonnie is a thousand percent on the on the dream uh, on the dream list. Yes. Oh my God. She's an icon. I, I've loved her for like years at this point. Like she, I just love everything she does and everything the whole band does. I think they're geniuses and they they just don't care like, you know, about what other people think. They just want to be themselves. And I think it's perfect. So for sure. That's, that's what, that's what it's all about. You know, that's this, I mean, every kind of genre of music is, is a bit like that, but like, I feel like pop punk is, is exactly that. Like just, yeah don't give a shit you know just like be yourself and just do whatever you want do what you love and yeah we should embrace that i i find also like it's it's about being genuine and like i think there's there's no they're like one of the most genuine bands like i feel like yeah like i feel like the anger and angst and in 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 every lyric and in every guitar riff and everything it's cool yeah yes it is cool they're Ever. awesome so yeah if, if you're gonna have an idol i think they're they're definitely the band to like pull from they they know what's going on so oh yeah oh hell <laughs> yeah awesome. yeah but um okay so kind of speaking of knowing what's going on you guys did a cover of barbie girl <laughs> yeah. i just saw that that's 
It was so good. I loved the pop punk spin on it. I thought that was amazing. And surrounding the Barbie movie, obviously, that's huge in pop culture right now. What kind yeah. of is I'm assuming that's just what inspired it. You want to do something fun, crazy. So we can't uh, take all the credit for it. Like, <laughs> yeah. So like this is going full circle to Australia, which is pretty funny. Oh, but like yeah. our uh, our homies uh, in the band So So who are from mm. Australia uh they're the ones so they're they're ripping c- covers you know i think they're ripping one one a week like they're they're a machine wow holy cow and uh like we've just you know uh as as you're progressing through through the scene and and doing um releasing music and stuff like you you just reach out to different bands that you think are cool and mm-hmm. and Doso was was one of those bands were like hey love your stuff and they're like we love your stuff and um you know the they just came to us and they're like we would love to have you on one of our covers and we said yeah. and then they said it's barbie girl and we're like fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're like we're gonna release it at the same time as the movie like we're like that's marketing genius it is. <laughs> so that's yeah incredible yeah I, I love it i think it's amazing i i was looking through you know your spotify this morning and i was like they they did not do that. And I listened to it. And I was like, oh my God, it's so good. Like I it's beautiful. It is marketing genius because people will look at it and be like, Pop Punk goes Barbie. Yes. Like <laughs> I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I think yeah, uh, I, I think they nailed it out of the park and like honestly, oh, like yeah. feature on it and, and we're we're so so happy that they had us. But um yeah. So so go check them out if if you guys don't know them. Yeah, so so it's really cool. I will have to check them out too. I just happened to see it on your page, so I I didn't know how much of the collaboration was like you guys or whatever, but still a very cool thing to be a part of. That's awesome. Yes, really nice. All right, so I guess um, next question: Are you guys just independent right now? You guys aren't signed to a label at all. Uh, We're independent, uh, label-wise and management-wise. We're doing stuff uh, ourselves. We're uh, working hard. Uh, Everybody's, like, putting effort and, like, doing stuff uh, on their ends. And together, we're, like, we're having meetings. And, like, we're always, like, trying to be, like, up-to-date with, like, stuff that we have to do. So, yeah, we're all doing this uh, on our own for now. Um, Hopefully, we'll find a team to work with in the future. But we really want to surround ourselves with like people that want like what we want. We like we just want to like yeah. grow and like make shows and create and that's why we surround ourselves with like people that are willing to do the same thing, you know, just like put a put a lot of effort into doing great stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the most important thing too. You want to make sure that whoever you're working with sees your vision and sees what you want to do. So if you if you know a label comes along and they just want to completely change you like that's not the deal you want to take yeah. so yeah i think um flying independent is obviously a lot harder it's a lot more work but i think it can be very rewarding too until you find the right fit as well so exactly yeah that's cool i think you'd be surprised how much as musicians were focusing more on like marketing and and mm release strategies and reaching out to people and booking and this and that more so than like actually sitting down and writing music because oh yeah i'm sure when you're when you're self like when you're self-managed like that's takes a lot of your yeah absolutely do you guys utilize tiktok at all for for promotion and stuff we do 
It's nice. a it's a hard game to play, but we we still no. use it. We just don't know how it works really. Like we just like put stuff out there. It's like put post post. Let's I feel post like stuff, most you know? of us don't even know how TikTok actually works. We all just kind of like hope <clears> that it looks cool, and we're like, all right, someone will love this. Like yeah. <laughs> we just assume like if we're really dumb, people will go and want to laugh at our dumb videos. But like yeah, so far I don't know. I think our videos are pretty at least slightly like giggle worthy yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I think dumb can be the best marketing strategy sometimes though because especially on an app like tiktok people want to be entertained you know like yeah. they're scrolling they want their five seconds to catch your attention otherwise they're going to keep scrolling so if you do exactly. something funny silly whatever in the first like five seconds they'll likely keep watching or listening or whatever so like yeah, it's so it's quick tactic, it's like honestly <laughs> it's like a 10 second video it's like you need to punch you need to have yeah. something to show for or else people are just gonna skip you know exactly uh, it's, I think the tiktok though is like from what i understand it's it's kind of um it, it's like a quantity over quality mm -hmm. so it's like yeah. if you want to be if you want something to blow up on TikTok, like they kind of want you to post like two times, two, three times a day and just yeah. post a bunch of shit. So like when you're a band, you're not really posting at that, at, at those levels. You're like, you're not trying to be like a TikTok influencer, you know, you're trying to be a band. Yeah. yeah so. It's definitely hard. And I, I see so many bands like genuinely utilizing TikTok like a lot and posting a lot. And I'm like, how on earth are you even doing this? And creating music and like promoting in other ways and whatever else like how are you even doing that like because i crazy. i i have like a full-time job and then i'm doing like podcasting on the side right but i'd like to make it a cool like full-time thing sometime but like trying to promote it and have a job and record and like try and book stuff because like, it's all just me right like that's a lot of work and that's like essentially what you guys are doing as well like with your music so that like Help, helps to divide but like i'll give you an example like our, our um not party crashers that we just dropped but the the single before that hollywood ending mm -hmm. um, at, uh every streaming platform agreement um we're like okay we're gonna go so fucking hard can we swear we could swear yes. right yes yeah. <laughs> this is pop punk let's go let's go. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna go so fucking hard and we made 30 tiktok videos that we released within yeah. a month <laughs> release so we like literally had the content of about one video per day and wow. it like zero moved the dial <laughs> like no it did nothing no nothing was, at all it was like oh. first video is gonna have like 200 views but then like by the 30th video woohoo and honestly yeah. like it's it had like less views than the first video like i don't know no like see that's yeah. what i don't understand about tiktok i i don't understand what ends up qualifying for like going viral because i feel like you could literally have the best music ever and it won't reach the right audience like, like from what I, i've read it's like the first 20 minutes of release of your tiktoks are like super important if yeah. people like it and comment on it then you'll be promoted like in the yeah. algorithm but in the, the first 20 minutes, if your video doesn't get any attention, you'll be stuck at like 200 views. That's so like, weird. I, yeah, because there's so many people on TikTok that uh, like your video is going to get the first 200 in like 20 minutes. Yeah. And then after that, it's going to be early. We would release them at six o'clock in the morning before we go to work. 
people were still sleeping. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, you ha- I see. I I should do more research on the prime time to like release like a video or like a post or whatever. But like, I feel like maybe at like either like later at night when people are like scrolling in bed or like around like lunchtime or something and people are and yeah. just like on their lunch break would be like ideal I feel like I don't know like it's so hard to tell like yeah. I feel like every time you google it you get a different answer and I yeah. also like TikTok is like haha you figured out our algorithm we're changing it on you <laughs> literally and it also helps if you put something slightly controversial on there because i've found that, like if i post something about like hot a hot take of some kind it instantly like boosts all of the views but if yep. i'm just like hey check out this cool band i interviewed it gets like nothing and i'm like <laughs> What do people you tend to like uh, negative stuff also like yeah if you, yeah. Like you can do like a, a negative kind of twist or positive kind of twist and the negative kind of twist always going to get more attention it's like you're gonna it. you're gonna hurt yourself if you do that and then people are like what 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 do i do what do I, what shouldn't <laughs> I, I do i should try this it should be like you guys want to hear a band that totally sucks well listen to the interview <laughs> like like, <laughs> like for real this this is like if if you if you don't if like if you like Celine Dion, you're not gonna like our band. Like yeah. something like that, you know? <laughs> well yeah. not, the word suck is in our band, so I feel like that that's should be true. That is true. So that that might already have an advantage. Yeah. <laughs> I I, I want to try getting back on TikTok again. It's just I find it so exhausting. So like I don't yeah, blame same. bands yeah. that don't want to partake like participate in it because like it's hard. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's a necessary evil though like that's the thing is like i feel like any job that you're going to do and like realistically speaking music is a job (laughs) like it is absolutely you don't want to do in your job and you kind of have to deal with it you know yeah it is one of those things where unfortunately that is what we've decided as a society that we want to spend our energy like you like doing right so now this is the app we have to use whatever and it's kind of cool though because you can upload your tiktoks to instagram or to like if facebook if you still use facebook or whatever the fuck twitter is now i don't know like <laughs> <laughs> so like it's cool you can you can utilize the tiktok videos for other apps too so it's not just the app i suppose but no for but sure yeah. but yeah so enough tiktok i think yeah. we've tiktoked ourselves out so um a question for you guys what would you say would be like your dream artist or band to go on tour with if you could like do like a set of like maybe three bands who would you love to go on tour with it's a good question Mm. really good question um bands that we would fit like perfectly i feel like new and -and up-and-coming artists that i really like Mm -hmm. right now i love uh, 408 yeah they're super cool they're really cool yeah. Uh, Water Parks also would be a uh, uh, like a great band. My and, like, hearts, I love them. <laughs> I love them so much. It's oh, so good. So cool. yeah. Another another like a kind of uplifting kind of vibe, you know, like mm-hmm. deep lyrics and like uplifting kind of music. It's really yeah. cool. They're awesome. And um, third, uh, I would say, stand up, like, stand up, one, two. Stand oh yeah, Atlantic. Atlantic would be good. Like <laughs> Simple Plan or like State Champs would be like great yeah. to to like tour with. Yeah, I, I I like. Like all I of them, could, all I of could them. see like you guys with literally any of them. Like that would be a perfect fit for any of so those cool. bands. Yeah, that would be sick. Um, 
What about you, Terry? Do you have any other any other thoughts? I'm going to go with a legacy, a simple plan. I think that yes. was good. yes. And then I think like kind of like a band that kept me going into pop punk when like I feel like a lot of my friends or a lot of people kind of you know there was kind of like a, a like a downswing of, of pop punk in like the 2010s. But like mm-hmm. I thought I thought State Champs was just like murdering. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I their last album was. It was killer. Oh my god, it was amazing! Like, I, yeah, I I went to their last their last tour when they came through uh, Minnesota, and it was oh. so amazing. And uh, who who was on the lineup for their openers? It was it was a, a really good lineup. I can't remember who it was now, but oh my god, it was a great show. Yeah, oh, they, they... Legacy, Simple Plan, like the in between, I would say is Stay Chance. And then, like, new artists. I'm going to go with Games We Play. I really enjoy it. yeah. Like, there's, like, Games We Play is, like, super fun. I don't know. Like, go watch a, a set of Games We Play playing. And it's just, like, it feels like you're hanging out with, like, your bud who's making yeah. stuff. Like, it's sick. Yeah. Absolutely. I think they were on last year's Sad Summer Fest for a yeah. couple of dates. and. Yeah. Oh God, I I don't remember if I got to see them because I went to the water parks meet and greet. So <laughs> I think I the unfortunate part about that was I missed a couple of bands, but they're kind of my favorite band. So Pick I your battle. <laughs> so yeah, but that, I love that every one of those bands I think would be absolutely perfect with your guys' vibe. You guys would fit in pretty much with any any new band. I think would be amazing. So like we're, we're kind of trying to play that line where like like whatever if for whatever fucking reason like even they called this up and was like let's go do like arenas across the like the u.s we'd be like we kind of fit with this like we could be a travis barker core band like let's yeah. do it. You know? <laughs> so like i i feel like we want to be like yeah we want to fit with like a legacy act like simple plan we want to fit with a state chance we want to fit with games we play stand atlantic n- a new band but like even like that like with and like you, a fallout boy or something like yeah all boy like oh. <laughs> like I, they're taking some like smaller bands with them too like they're, they're taking um daisy grenade which i think they have like i think they met with like pete wentz like a long time ago and i think that's kind of how they're getting their start yeah because they were um they seem to come out of nowhere all of a sudden they're getting like all of these like gigs and they have like not that many Instagram followers. So I think, I think Pete Wentz had something to do with this, but <laughs> uh, he's like propping up bands. Cause games we play is the same thing. Like games. Yeah. We play, like I remember seeing him like do covers and stuff online. And then they just, he just dropped like a four track EP on feel by ramen, which is insane. Yeah. yeah it's not like first four track EP or maybe it's five tracks, five track EP on, <laughs> On Field by Ramen, like, like people just don't get on Field by Ramen, like yeah. that's that's crazy. Like yeah, Field by Ramen has the craziest artists. They have like Go yeah. Fallout Boy, mm-hmm. All Time Low. Yeah. I think they, yeah, they they're on there. Um, they have so like so many artists that have been in the scene for a long time. So it's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. Um, would you guys ever like want? to be like signed field by ramen is that like a dream that you guys think would be like amazing a dream (laughs) (laughs) you say uh, i like i would i would love that that would be so cool yeah i 
that's yeah. the goal. I mean, like, uh, I'm not, I'm not, you know, it could be Feel by Ramen, it could be Pure Noise, it could be any yeah. of them. Like, exactly. Hopeless record, something like that. Hit up, hit us yeah. up. But, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, like, there has been bands from, like, our, like, neck of the woods that, that have done good and have gotten signed and, and, and whatnot. So, like, we're, we're, we're cautiously optimistic. You know? Yeah. I, th- I think Lolo's on Hopeless, I think. Yeah, she yeah. is. So, you know, just got to befriend the fellow Canadian pop punks and you guys will be right on your way, right? <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you're, you're, you're going to, like, I feel like you're going to be like, oh, like, if you actually want Lolo, like, I totally know Lolo. And, and I, I, I would not say I know Lolo, but, like, she definitely follows me and likes my posts occasionally. So oh, that's cool. <laughs> so you may she may or may not see the post regarding this episode you know hi lolo <laughs> hi lolo hi lolo do you need an opener lolo <laughs> that's amazing yeah, i'm gonna manifest all of that for you because you like truly you guys have amazing music like you guys are doing pop punk such justice and i can see you guys going very far for sure so thank you so much yes in, uh, in exactly. all honesty yes you guys are doing amazing <laughs> we love what we do that's the thing also yeah. we just we love this so much like we when we're on stage we're doing shows we're like jumping all around just like going crazy because we love this so much like i i i, I see ourselves like i see myself like doing this like for so long like i want to be on yeah. stage every freaking day of the fucking week like yeah that's, like everywhere yeah. around the world would be a blessing you know yeah that uh, is the so best cool. energy that's what I, I love to see in touring bands like if you're having fun then the crowd is gonna have oh, fun yes. it doesn't matter if they know your music or not like they're gonna enjoy your performance and that's it's, so important i have a i have a funny story yeah regarding, like of like so like I, i'd say in general like fred said like we get the crowd into it. We get like people want to have fun with us. I think like our music's like that and like our live performances like that. But so I think two weeks ago we played the show uh, and it was just like, you know, all suburb and, and they were doing like, they had like a festival of sorts, like, and they, they, you know, got us to, 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 to play one of the nights mm-hmm. and like literally in a park. Uh, and it was just a bunch of like senior citizens like all sitting in like lawn chairs watching us and like, instead, of, instead of being the band that's like oh, what a bad gig like what's going on like we we're like no this is fucking dope and our guitarist Ramay, um his thing is like he always goes in the crowd and like gets people hyped and like so <laughs> he got into the crowd and he like went to see all the like senior citizens and he like told them to like put their hands out and then he he ran across and gave like a continuous high five to about like twenty five seni- senior citizens. <laughs> it was like crazy. That's that, that, that. that hilarious. <laughs> it was is I've never seen anything like it. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> I'm just they trying. were hyped. Like they were hyped. Like they, they were they loved the show. Like I feel like they really liked it. Like that's good. They were sitting down, but like. Yeah. <laughs> I can't blame I'm them. just trying to imagine trying to pitch like a pop punk band to some senior citizens being like, hell yeah, you guys are gonna get your socks rocked off right oh, now. Yeah. Like, are you ready, guys? Like <laughs> Yeah, we just like we did we did the show like as 
we would do any other shows. Like we just fucking rock their socks off as Amazing. much as possible. Yeah. Amazing. I love the energy. I love it. Sucker punch zero to 99. <laughs> <laughs> Your grandma's favorite band. <laughs> Yo, that's so I'm good. I'm onto something. Like I'm onto something. There you yes, guys go. Use it. That. Use it. I don't care. Use it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, your grandma's favorite band. That, could, that, that could go viral on TikTok. Use yeah. it. Your grandma's favorite band. We actually oh, have a video. We have a video of a... <laughs> yeah. We have I a video of a high-fiving everyone. Like, <laughs> we have this. Sacrifice your grandma's favorite band. That's great. I love that. I think you guys could go viral with that. I think you should do it. And I don't need any credit for that. I don't. I think that it's amazing. <laughs> That's a great video. If I saw it in my stream, and, and like I would look at it, but like I bet you that we're gonna post it, and it's just gonna go. Wah, wah. Wow. Uh, it's okay. I'll post it for you guys, and we'll see it, it, it'll probably only get two hundred views, but we'll try it anyway. Two hundred right? more. It it is two hundred more. <laughs> I love Think that. about it. Even like, though we're all like, oh, two hundred views. We're like, that's still two hundred views. That's two hundred people that probably didn't know exactly. you. Exactly. So you never know. You never know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but let's let's move along a little bit. So you already gave us kind of a really fun moment in the band, but what I guess what would you guys each say would be the most memorable moment with the band that you guys have had so far? Mm. Um such a bad memory. I hate these <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember what I had for lunch yesterday. Oh no. <laughs> no. It's fine. <laughs> no, no. But you go um, memorable it. moment. It's okay. Think about it for a second. It's all right. I'll take a sip of my lemonade. Yeah, mm -hmm. I would high five thing, but I just said that. <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna go cheesy, and um, like when we went to record last summer in Toronto, um, we got to work with like a really good producer called Anton Delost. Uh, that you his work from. Having worked with, uh, you know, State Champs, he's worked with uh, Mayday Parade, he's worked with Bearings, with Seaway, nice. Sites, just a bunch of amazing bands. And like, um, yeah, like we were really hyped to go work with him. And like, that was kind of like the, the step up at that point in time. And like, um, you know, Party Crashers was done with him, Hollywood Ending was done with him. And, you know, just being in that room with like somebody who's like, so good like like his work speaks for itself and like like you know like being equals with with that person and like like him treating us well and like like working on crafting our songs and like you know it, it, like taking the time to, to to make sure that every little guitar riff was was perfect that the drums were perfect the tones were perfect every little part was written the best that it could be and like taking the time to craft the songs with us, you know, working on the BPM of the song and working on the vibe of the song, adding little funny, like, you know, whatever, the song's not out yet, but like, so like Anton is like a huge fan of country music and yeah. like country music too. And, and we said, fuck it. Like for one of our songs, like the next single that's coming out, um, he's like, let's put some banjo and some mando and some stuff. Like he didn't have to Ooh. do that. And like, it's really cool I are like unknown and like like i'm just gonna collect my paycheck and like just move on but like he was just like no like let's do something fucking sick and yeah, yeah. That's, so that's cool. a nice dude yeah that's so cool to get opportunities like that and i love incorporating like 
unique instruments into pop punk songs too um i'm assuming you guys know the band yellow card yeah yeah but one thing i love about them is that they have a violinist in their band and i was like they like i've never seen that before and granted they're they're an older band but like i've never ever seen anyone else do that and i think it's so cool when you incorporate those like unique um different bits of of sound you know into into your music i think it's cool yeah it's cool to explore different things like just try stuff and it's like you know like when you're working with like a quality producer like like okay like it i'm like revealing all the punches but like (laughs) another song that we haven't released yet and it's like you know like the lyrical content's a bit like uh like uh how could i say like it's a bit like horror-ish inspired like cool in the instruments in the instruments like we decided to go with like kind of like very stranger things type synths and like, like at some point in time like we're like he he like got this weird um father clock sound he like incorporated mm-hmm. in like the electro beat that's in the song too so i'm like that's crazy shit like that's like that's so cool and like yeah yeah that was that was like a really big moment for me that just felt like hey like I've always loved music. I've always done it to the best of my capabilities. And now I'm like, I'm like doing it like real. I'm like, I'm like doing it like everybody else, you know, like doing yeah. like real styles and like, and like trying to do something super creative and fun. And like, yeah, that was like a baller moment. Yeah. That's so yeah. cool. hundred percent. Oh my God. I love that. Um, speaking of you guys kind of just like making music are you guys going to be releasing any new music like an ep or an album or anything anytime soon so we're not going to do an ep i can guarantee you that (laughs) it's technically we so technically (laughs) we record eps but we don't drop eps and like Mm. like um the reason is uh simply spotify it's called spotify i don't know if you've heard of it Uh, (laughs) form that uh, pretty much is really designed for independent artists to um, release singles because like it'll push your song. You can't pitch a song to them. Sorry, you can't pitch an EP to them. You got to pitch song by song. Um, they want you to treat it like a social media app and like release something every two, three months. Yeah. So if we drop an EP, we're kind of like burning ourselves because like we don't get all the opportunities that we would want to get uh, by doing that. So basically we have to drop song by song and like also it's 2023 right like you want to create many events for for your fans um, yeah you want to stay relevant in people's minds like you know so many times a smaller band will drop an ep and then you don't hear from them for another year and a half yeah and they kind of like stay out of your like your your flow of consciousness but like like since we've been dropping a song every three months ish uh, it gives us opportunity. Like, for example, you've heard of us. I'm not sure at which at which release, but like, if we had just dropped all our our EP at once, maybe you wouldn't have heard of us, and we wouldn't be doing this right now. So it's just yeah. like, yeah, like every every song being dropped is like an opportunity to meet new cool people uh, and to have new people listen to our songs. So, um, yeah. So I mean, that wasn't your question, but <laughs> no, but that's such a cool perspective, though. I love hearing that because. I, I've personally never heard of that perspective before. And I, I never even thought about that. Like 
me myself, I really am like an album and EP person. Like I love just being able to like click on someone's profile and be like, yes, here's the collection of songs. I can just listen to it all. But like, I understand that that point of view so much. Like, like you want people to keep like being relevant, like keep yourself relevant in the Exactly. Track. Yeah. And if you release a single, like, that could be put onto a playlist or whatever. And then like, if you release an album, like a song that you thought was amazing could get lost in the mix, you know? Exactly. Like, so like, I, I completely understand that point of view. That's, that's super interesting. I love hearing like, that. We want every song to have like their, like it's moment, you know, like yeah. whoever loved that kind of like song will find it better, like easier in that, that way. Yeah. That's awesome. I really think that's cool. So yeah. yeah. I mean, and- you did answer the question you're like are you releasing music you're like yeah just not an ep like so like <laughs> you still answered the question <laughs> so we're actually releasing next month yeah we're really <laughs> august we're going to be releasing that song that the that i mentioned that had like the weird well not weird but like the, the original into instrument to liz the whatever the weird instrument <laughs> and uh yeah. hard <laughs> and uh it has like like yeah like more like country uh for like instruments so like we're pretty stoked on that one yeah. uh, and then before the end of the year you'll you'll hear of us again for sure yeah. and we're actually going into the studio um in like two weeks nice. uh, to work on I, i'm gonna call it an ep but we're not gonna release it as <laughs> like a set of tracks that we do all together uh that are basically are gonna be our 2024 releases so like that's nice is we go into the studio once, do a bunch of songs, and then they're kind of our releases for, for the upcoming year. I mean, that's that's the way to do it, though. Like, get, go in there, get business done, and then you don't have to go in there again for a while. You know, you can focus on the promoting, the marketing, the exactly. actually planning the releases. Because like you said, you're independent. You're doing all this yourself, so you can't be doing all of it all at once. Like that Exactly. Sense. It's fun that we have time in between all of our songs. It's like think about like do we want to do a, a music video uh like think about the cover arts and like all the stuff that we want to surround each single with so that like it, it can fly properly so yeah. it's, it's really fun to do it like in, in that way like keeps us always on the go and always going that's cool yeah that's awesome i really like that well you guys we are coming up on the hour here somehow i don't know how we've already been sitting here right. for like an hour but like i feel like i could talk to you guys all day but we do have to wrap so up the interview sometime here soon so i guess my last question for you guys do you guys have anything else you want listeners to know about you guys um where we can follow you on social media anything like that we are uh, sucker punch all in caps uh, with a, an exclamation point at the end so if you want to find us on a uh, digital platform that's how you do that's how you do it and uh we're on uh instagram we're on tiktok mm-hmm. uh, we're on facebook we're on yeah. threads, <laughs> we're, on we're, threads. We're, we're trying to be ev- <laughs> we're trying to be everywhere uh so yep. you can find us at, at sucker punch mtl uh on those uh social platforms nice. and uh yeah we're cool people we're on youtube also because we have uh music videos um, if Yay. you want to check them out, that's really that would be really cool. Uh, yeah. We're fun, uh, um, cool people, and uh, come and and hang out with us. Heck yes, yeah, you we're- guys are such cool people. Ah, you too. Yeah. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Terry? Sorry. Oh, I was, saying, I was just saying we're your grandma's favorite band. So. Yes. 
Yes, grandma's favorite pop punk band. We love it. We love it. We are going to use that. I'm going to use that to to promote this episode. I think it, I think you guys will go that. viral after this moment. I think that's it. I have faith. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for being here. This has been so fun. So thank yeah. you for inviting us. Yes, yes, you guys are so cool. And I can't wait to see you guys where you guys go. And I can't wait to hear all of the music upcoming. Like I can't wait. You guys are amazing. So thank you. Yeah, we have last thank night. you guys for sharing your time with me today. It's been fun. Catch you on the flip. All right, everybody, that was Sucker Punch. They were so freaking cool. I hope you guys really just loved the energy that they brought to the show. Thank you so much to Fred and Terry for taking time out of your day to join us on Pop Punk Promo. It was seriously the best. If you want to follow the band on Instagram, their handle is at SuckerPunchMTL. Remember, they are from Montreal, Quebec. And they are just so freaking amazing. I love getting more and more representation from across the world. It is so cool having international artists on. It's more than I ever could have dreamed of. And the more I get on the show, the more insane this still feels. So thank you again to every person who has ever supported Pop Punk Promo in any way, shape, or form. You guys are the coolest. Thank you. Once again, if you'd like to support Pop Punk Promo further, we do have listener support activated on our Spotify page. So if you are interested, you can go ahead and give us a monthly donation of as little or as much as you'd like. It can literally be 99 cents a month, and that just helps to ensure that we can continue bringing the content that you love. This is where I'm going to have to leave you this week, Pop Punk Enthusiasts. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. It means the world to me to have you guys listening. So thank you for tuning in every single week. Make sure to tune in again next week on Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for a new episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast, the perfect place to find your brand new favorite artist. So once again, take care of yourselves and each other and have a great rest of your week. We'll catch you again in the next one. See you later. For more information on how you can become a pop punk promo featured artist, visit poppunkpromo.com.